Valentine's Day, the worst day, got two men in the police. I probably have a pink pill and put my mind at ease. I brought you all these skills, and your heart all in peace. Try to pass out new whips, yeah, but all this one is me. Got a Glock on the pillow, she blunt for my game. Not trying to lie to you, I don't want to explain. Took off on a store run and jumped on a plane. Every single birthday, another private location. Valentine's Day, the worst day, got too many to please. Spent over 100 G's and she still wasn't pleased. I done gave her 100 G's, all she want is me. It's a treat when we meet up, whenever we meet. Just want me to be there on February 14th. I come through when I get a chance, we gotta be brief. So the LV briefcase, I'm just keeping it a G. Made it out of the trenches, got more strikes than a Z. When you got more than one, two, three, four, five, six bitches. Valentine's the worst day when a nigga rich. Got more than one. Got Catholics, got Christians, got a Muslim, got Egyptian. They saying they miss me. Won't settle for no quickie, gotta wind up in they Vickies. I leave, I done go missing. I done traveled a long distance, bought a house and nothing. Try to talk to you, but I know you won't get it. I know if it don't kill you, you gon' feel it. Valentine's day the worst day, got too many. What up, what up, what up? We're back for another episode of the Argon Brothers Podcast. Fellas, how you doing today? We good in the building. Yes, sir. Gucci and Gucci. We got, oh. Ky- we got Kyrie Key in the building. <laughs> Kyrie. <laughs> been a minute, been a minute. I know, bro. I only, only do, only do role games. <laughs> <laughs> been a little busy. We got Kyrie Key in the building. Been a little busy. Handling things in life. <laughs> But it's good that you're here today. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good to be back in the booth. Okay. Oh man, Ray, how are you? I'm good, man. Mom's in the building today. You know, we definitely, definitely, we already checked Mama Butler out. You know, she oh, cool, she was she in rare form too. Yes, sir. She's in rare form. She couldn't so wait to get in the door. Hey, when she looked, she we was looked. there right there. Hey, look, she like, looked, oh, like, oh that's Jane. She said, yeah, I'm gonna ask him soon as you get in this door. She'll wait for you to come in the door. Yeah, she is in rare form. She you already know it. She game time ready, dog. D-Money, man. How you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Glad to be in the building with my four, three other brothers in the building. Light so and easy, Let's huh? get light and easy. All right, sounds good, man. Yes, so sir. let's jump into what we saw this past Sunday. Man, it was a, it was a, I was, for me, it wasn't a heck of a game. I thought it was a little boring. Uh, I, I took a little good nap right before the best, <laughs> best Super Bowl performance I've seen in a long time. But, man, but at the end, it was a good, it was a compelling ending. So, you know, we're talking about, we're talking about the Rams versus the Bengals. You know, Keon's team. Who that? Who that? Who that? That right. might be his number one team now. Yeah, yeah, that is a team. Yeah, man. When he comes, really the way he comes texting us, he's texting us our game. Gold like, jacket. Gold jacket. Gold jacket. I told they, y'all. They, they still going to get the gold jacket. I told y'all. Stop it. I'm like, man, I thought he was a Saints fan. Nah, he was a Bengals fan all day long. Oh, my God. Of course. Everybody was rooting for somebody once your team, man. No. Say, bro, don't be mad at me because I I've been saying them dudes was gonna have a chance no, to go to bro, Super Bowl. Well, no, I said I said they had a chance to go to Super Bowl. Hold on, let's get into it. Don't right? be mad so at my let's, pick, let's right? Get to recap of that. Ram, let you start it off. What was your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Man, I think it was a good game, bro. I think I think the the Bengals did a great job of keeping it close. They've done that the whole entire playoffs, and they had a shot, right? They had a shot to win the game, but at the end of the day, what we talked about the whole entire playoffs through all their games. Can they old line hold up? And Raheem Morris, I give him a lot of credit. And that second half, he made that adjustment. Now you got to occupy the center. Because in the first half, Burrow had pretty much all day to throw the ball. He was getting mm-hmm. the ball out quick. The center can probably, you know, be freelance where he okay, 
I'm a double team on Donald. I'm a look and see mm-hmm. where he want to help out at. When he made that change in the second half, brother, occupy him. Now you got Donald and you got uh, Von Miller on the same side. Mm-hmm. It's eating time, bro. And when you get sacked, what, six, seven times in the second half out of 20-something passes, it's domination, bro. But, they, you know, if I'm the Bengals, bro, I wouldn't feel bad that I lost. Unexpected to be there. You held your own. And it came down to the final possession. And that's, that's you can't ask for no more with your online being that bad. And for me, if I'm Zach Taylor, I look back at the way you, you attack a, a dominant D-line, you run right at him. And I think when they had Joe Mixon going, they should have kept going to Joe Mixon. They kind of went away from him in the second half, like late, like kind of the late third, fourth quarter. He was rolling. Like he had some runs to kind of get him energized. And if you talk to any old lineman, you like to lay on people versus pass blocking. And Donald is a dominant D lineman, bro. He's probably all time great. But if you got a 320 pound lineman laying on you, he's not effective. Consistently laying on him. And I think that's what the downfall of the Bengals. And if he looked back, Zach Teller, I would have ran the ball a little bit more to control that D-line. Man. First of all, the Bengals should feel bad. Because, number one, you lost the game. At the end of the day, when you, just because you went this year, that don't mean you're going back. I don't care how great your team was this year or how whatever they did to get there. I think Zach Taylor did a poor job on offense. Poor job. And the reason why I say that, when your offensive line was holding up in the first half, you didn't move Chase around. You just set him outside. You didn't move him around. You didn't, you didn't run no different plays to try to give him the ball. You didn't run no screens. You didn't do anything. You could even put him in the backfield and just give him a tall sweep, get a good block. You might go all the way. They, didn't, they did a poor job on offense. They did a poor job. And I think when OBJ went down, because on the flip side, the, Rams, the game might have been closed if OBJ would have kept playing. Yeah. Because when he went down, that's when Stafford really started struggling. And they forgot Vance Jefferson wasn't the guy because he was getting one-on-one coverage, but he wasn't the guy. You know, and I and I think for the D line and all of that, Raheem Morris made a great adjustment. But then Zach Taylor, you didn't make no adjustments. Mm-hmm. You, you you just kept the same flow. Okay, I'm gonna stick Chase out here and just play one on one with Ramsey. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. You move the guy around. You did against the Chiefs. You moved him around, you ran the bunch formation, you put him in the middle, you ran people off, he came underneath and caught the ball. You did different things to get the ball out of Joe Burrow's hand. And the key to your point, talking about a gold jacket. Bro, you can't get sacked damn near 30 times in three games, bro. Well, and think he's going to get a gold jacket. That's on the organization. That ain't on him. No, no, I agree with you, but I'm just saying, but with what we said before, your owner don't pay. Man, and I'm telling see. you, you cannot <laughs> let this man, if this your franchise quarterback, this guy has played three playoff games, including the Super Bowl, and almost been sacked almost 30 times. That's ridiculous. That, that is ridiculous. But as for the game, I think it was a good game to the end. I think Tyler Boyd hurt them when he dropped that pass. They probably could have got them the first down. But at the end of the day, I agree with Ray, too. You should have kept Joe Mixon in the game. You've been riding him all year. You've been riding him all year. And then now you put P. Ryan in the game. He can't get one yard. Come on, One yard? Come on, dog. You got to stay on that bitch a long time. Exactly. You got to do something different. But as far as overall, I think it was a pretty good game. But I do think Zach Taylor did a poor offensive play-calling job down the stretch. Yeah, um, it, 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 for me, the two, the keys of losing the game was Eli Apple and the head coach. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, like Ray said, I think uh, Mixon had 
probably like 12 carries for 85, 90 yards. Like, you supposed to, he supposed to left that game at least 25 carries because dude was getting like four yards a carry. And like you said, and that's why they had time because they had to respect the run. Yeah, in the first half, because they was dude was getting like five yards a pop. So now you just can't peel your head back and say go get the quarterback because there's a threat of running the ball. And then the second half, he kind of like he went Shanahan. Why are you passing the ball like that? You know what I'm saying? So and then on the third on the what second what is that third and one third and one? Why is Mixon not in the game? Yeah. First of all, because he gonna hit the hole quicker than the big dude. Yeah, he powerful, but I don't think he have a chance. To even put one hand out and get mixing. Like, you go with your best player, bro. Yep. Like you said, moving Chase around, even though Chase was beating the one on one coverage. But if you can move him around, you can get the ball to him, a little quick pass mm-hmm. where he can break a tackle and go. And, you know, on that, on that fourth and one, you know, the video came out. If dude just blocked down him for two seconds, Chase <laughs> had burnt, Chase had burnt uh, Ramsey. Yeah, fell down. So for me, Cincinnati, you got to be proud of the season they did. No one expect them to go to the Super Bowl, like you said, Donovan. You, you, it's not. It's gonna be hard to get back there. Even Joe said it. But what they got to do, he got to demand. Look, we got to clean this offensive line up. Yeah, he, <laughs> I'm not even coming to training camp if I feel like because you're gonna be a, you're gonna be a wince, bro. It's gonna be just talent going down the drain, Eric, bro. David Carr, Ryan, David yeah, Houston. yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to the owner. Like, look, if we don't go get. We got money. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We I don't want no picks. We need to go get some veterans, mm-hmm. and and we, they need to show in they and they DB suck. The safeties are good, but the DB trash. Eli Apple, bro, just trash. Nah, he ain't trash. Uh, he, he uh, trash. This why. This why. First of all, he 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 got this, all this that why. potential talent. He been a what? It's a reason why he's yes. bounced around. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, right. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me finish my take. Then you can hop in. Good. But I'm just saying, it's a reason why teams are like on that play, right? Why are you getting cupped the outside? You force him to your help. Yeah. Like, you let him jam you and then he want to go to the pylon. Like, it's fundamentals, bro. He played good some series, then he come back. He's inconsistent. And that's why when you're inconsistent, you bounce around the league. Yeah. I don't think that play was that play was a little difficult for him to, to keep him from going to the bounce because what happened is Colt took him in, then he, he broke the route off a little shorter than what he actually ran it. So it wasn't really like, but it's, I, it's not as no, 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 no. You say it was like a fire told, route, bro. Like you told him, it's you my make take. him keep going. Now you said it's my take. That's my take. Okay. It's my time. We claiming my time. Okay. All right. So it's not that easy. He, he actually, I mean, they ran the route for a reason. He shortened his route up. So it's a good play. It was a good play call. It's a good play call between Stafford and him. They just was on the same page. Same little no look pass that he ran. That was the same. That was another thing, and, and if I'm not mistaken, since he ran a lot of two two D zones, so they really wasn't, they really was trying to play with the linebackers across there. But a lot, of, and at the same time, you also got to realize out of nowhere, the referees all of a sudden want to call the game in the fourth quarter. They start calling penalties for no for out of nowhere. Yep. Yeah. They didn't call the penalty when, when Ramsey when when uh, your boy T, jumped T. up at T. Higgins. At T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Turned his face no, mask. No, he grabbed his face mask. He grabbed his he grabbed his sleeve with his arm <laughs> and his face mask, and then went down and scored a touchdown. So yeah. That play that's, was horrible. That was on, a, on that line. That was a tough. That was yeah. and then the play on the line. But but actually they did. The reason why they caught because they didn't catch the one before. Mm-hmm. The one before is Always when dude grab when dude number twenty seven for Rams the running back Henderson he he broke inside jerked inside got the got the got the back line so the back grabbed him. Mm-hmm. So I mean it was one of those things where they were, it was nip nip and tuck for a while. Um, but I mean I'm like a lot of you guys like the O line was just an issue. 
they were doing a good job of getting the ball out really fast in the first three quarters, getting the ball out there on the edges really quickly, playing it. They should have ran a couple more screens to play against that defensive line. Mm-hmm. But you also got to realize that D line is quick and fast. They went to that five-man front. And that five-man front meant a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, Floyd started eating. Uh, 94. Uh, they're 94. I think 94 is. is that's not Floyd? I that's that not is. Floyd. Oh, whatever. It, it, they started the 54 started eating. 50 started eating. Uh, 80 started eating. A big play was in the third, I think in the second quarter. I think it was the second quarter when, when, uh, AD got inside and sacked, sacked Joe Barrow and forced him to a three point, uh, a field goal. Yep. That was a huge play. So, I mean, that, that D line, eventually that D line was going to start to eat because that's been the strength of that, that team all season. Yeah. I'm like everybody else. I don't know why they have Joe Mixon in on that fourth, that third and one. Yeah, like Joe, Joe Mixon had been balling all game. Yep. He was running in the third quarter. It was just him. Mm-hmm. He was the offense. So I'm just wondering, like, why would you go away from it? That's a coaching error. He's admitted it that he should have done. He should never have made that mistake. And, you know, and that's that's probably what cost him the Super Bowl. His name is A'shaun Robinson. A'shaun Robinson. Yeah. Oh, no, A'shaun yeah. Robinson. But Robinson was a quarterback. He wasn't. Robinson, he was the Bama. He didn't. He wasn't rushing the quarterback. He was good on the, 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 the running run game. On the running game. Yeah, because when he came in. He was strong in, on the running game. Yeah. But not on. But not on. No, not, not the pass, quarterback. No, no, no. But I'm talking about, like, man, when when uh, Miller. Floyd and all, all that. Them boys, Floyd started eating. It was just. It was a free fall. But I think that's when he changed up. Because when A'shaun Robinson came in the game. He was stopping that run. Yeah. And the thing about it is, that's the thing about the Rams that we all that we've seen all season. You know, you get real physical with them and run the ball. They mm-hmm. do not like people mm-hmm. running yeah. at them. That was the weakness of their defense. Mm-hmm. So Ashawn Robinson played a big part yeah, in stuffing that run, man. Now, also, you got to look at that third one play by AD. That was incredible. When he when he stonewalled the guard <laughs> and still was able to make that tackle. That's not that's not normal. Nah, you don't see that every day. So nope. you got it's, it's it's plays that they have. I I also thought with with OBJ, I thought they were gonna break the game open too early. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he tore his ACL, I was just like, oh, that's gonna be tough. Because I think they didn't move the ball. They had the ball on the fifty yard line like three times in a row, and they, and they didn't do it. They couldn't even move the ball. And Stafford started struggling, and you know he threw a couple of picks. The Jefferson pick didn't make sense. I mean, he was throwing it back in the end. So I get it, but I'm just like, why even throw it? Because he's not. He's definitely and he didn't help him. No, nah, he didn't help. Van just didn't help him at all. And then the one with the ball went off the guy's hands. Number eighteen. That was, yeah, that was a, that was a different play right there. That would have been an OBJ play. So it's just one of those things that man. But you got to give Rams the credit because they did what they had to do. Mm-hmm. They had to do to win the game, man. So I, 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 I even though I wasn't as dialed in because I just didn't think it was that great of a game overall. I do get the Rams credit for fighting through adversity, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean. But when you at home, basically, you in LA. <laughs> like I mean, like really, honestly, it's a home game. What adversity really are you facing? Maybe, maybe you just took the bangers a little lighter than what you should have. Yeah, right. So I mean, I don't know. What y'all follow up thoughts on that? I mean, you said we talked about we talked about what the Bengals, what the Bengals did wrong. We y'all want to talk about what they did right? Like how they came out in the game and took the lead early. I think they, I think they did a good job of maintaining being who they were all all playoffs. You know, they wasn't a great explosive team. Because if you look at the games that they played, they scored 19 against Tennessee. They had, what, 28 or 35 against the uh, Raiders. You know, they struggled against 26. Kansas. 26 against the Raiders. Yeah, they scored 24. They scored 24-21 against Kansas City. Right. And then this game right here, they didn't, you know, it was a basic game. Twenty. They scored 20 points. So, Go ahead. And the key for me was what they did to stay in the game. They they shut down the run. The Rams could not run. They was one dimension. Yeah, yeah they was they, one dimension. They, they could not You're run right about the that. ball. Yeah, they were. That was, that Which was is huge. kind of shocking. Yes, I, I was yeah. shocked they couldn't move the ball. They could the not ball run the ball at all. You know, and that was huge with the defense, right? You know, they didn't. So 
it, it came more to they was getting creative to throw little short passes to pick up plays. Because every time they ran it, they wouldn't even get in the yard. They was getting lost for two. Yeah. Lost for, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They didn't get out the backfield. So, to me, that what kept the game close. And I thought they had a great game plan in the beginning. Uh, like, we're going to stick, we're going to run the football. That's going to open up the pass. We're gonna, and then it went to, let's drop back with Joe and just keep trying. I thought they went for the kill shot instead of then the maintain, just grind out. Take, the, mm. take what the defense giving you. Mm. So, when they, got, when they went up at halftime and they got that turnover, they was looking more for the kill shot than to keep moving the chain and try to pound. It would have been the third quarter, right? Yeah, third. yeah, the third quarter. Yeah, and that's what I think happened. You know, that, that would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Cincinnati did all right. Um, I think it was a lot of misplays. Um, yeah, you can say Joe Mixon running the ball well, but it's like a, a glass half full. Yeah, we did some things great, but you left a lot on the table, mm-hmm. right? Like you could have did more with T Higgins in a slot. Because the Rams don't have strong linebackers, right? But you know, I mean, it was all right. I mean, they, they left a lot on the table. They could have really blew that game because Jalen Ramsey didn't have a great game at all. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. Like he gambling, he letting Chase get behind him, he let T Higgins get behind him. Like, bro, what are you doing? The Higgins play, we 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 all <laughs> agree that that was more. He was of beat a, even still. No, nah, he wasn't. No, he was beating. He, be, nah. he beat him off the line. He beat, he beat him off the nah, line. That, a good was, pass, you beat. Nah, he wasn't. Even on that play when he threw the ball, he he was he. You could tell that he was judging the ball correctly. His eye was on it. He would have picked it off. He'd have knocked it down and picked it off. And then Higgins said, "Nope, you're not gonna do anything. Yeah. I'm gonna pull I you mean, down." But he, and I think Higgins thought to himself, "I'm not gonna let him pick the ball off." But, but then when dude didn't call, when the ref didn't call, he was like, well, "I'm gonna catch and score." I just think Ramsey's just too sloppy. He he didn't have a good Super Bowl at he all. It wasn't great. No, that, that, <laughs> the, the, the last possession, bro, yeah. you cannot jump that pass. Yeah, yeah he tried to jump. No, yeah, Chase would have turned that shit house. He got yeah, lucky. Yeah, bro. He, he, he tried it. He definitely tried to play hero. Yeah, right. like, dude, you been playing like, hero. Dog, just, no, just let all, him catch the whole five Super Bowl. Pass. That whole game. I mean, I didn't even talk about the Super Bowl. We can go back to when they played Tampa Bay. No, yeah. you let you gave Mike, Mike Evans. Evans come on, dog. come on, just you gave Mike soft. Evans. Like, come on, ramp, ramp to yeah, the Rams is like one of the greatest corners in NFL. Oh, but bro, no. you can't, you can't oh, lapse. I'm with, no. I'm, I'm with Donovan. I'm starting to believe like he laps, bro. It's like when you yes. when you play with leads, and I, I a lot of cats, you know, play soft. I'm with Donovan. People be like, he the best. He's not the best cornerback. That, in the that was in the middle of the. That was mm-hmm. literally in the middle of the game when he got beat like that. When he got beat yeah. by Higgins. Now I said he was there, but even the Rams at the end of the game, I don't know why he tried to jump that route. Right. It was, it was. And literally, the ball was literally like three yards away from no, him. He, he had went no inside shot. him. He had no shot to get the ball. So and and, and, and Chase, if he would have, I don't know why he ain't cut back inside. He ran out of bounds because you make nah, that was, safety. Nah, you make was, that safety. You make you break that tackle from that safety. That goes no, to the house. But they were playing two deep coverage. It was yeah, safety, but I'm just saying, you take those two safeties back there. But you I take, take your chance. Chance. Did, did You got three timeouts. No, they didn't have three timeouts. No, they did. No, they not, had, not when that happened. Right? No, they only had one. They have three timeouts. They no, had they two. Have one. No, they, they had one. They had three. That was drive. Yeah, that's why he. That's why he went out of bounds. Yeah, they had three timeouts. Because if they'd had two timeouts, I think he cut that up. And and if he break that, of course you got more timeouts. You take more risk to get to the middle of the field. You ain't got but one. You you shot. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. I, I, like James said, I think it was a pretty. It was an okay game. I think I would. I would have loved to see OBJ not get hurt to yeah, see how he was like going Bengals, early, boy. To, to see how the Bengals would have kept defending because they didn't have nothing for that crossing route. They did not have nothing for that crossing route. Even though they was doubling Cooper Cup, they didn't have nothing for the crossing route. And they kept OBJ like okay. And then when he got hurt, it's like okay. And I think McVay got scared. Because in the back of his he mind, he's like, tight anyway. I think he got scared. He's like, man, you know what? 
I need a defensive touchdown or a defensive turnover. Because I really don't think he wanted to put it in Stafford's hand. I really don't. Because you got the ball at the 50-yard line three back-to-back times, and you don't move the ball at all? Well, he had no choice that last drive. Yeah, but but I'm just saying, you, you didn't have no choice. Because, listen, it's game over. Yeah. They stop you, it's game over. Yeah. And I think that's where I'm like, dude, you got this dude for a reason. If he can't make these plays, then guess what? He ain't that guy. He ain't that, he ain't that guy. Right. And I think that's where I, I think. I wasn't really impressed with his performance. Oh, hell no. no. I nah. wasn't. I, no. I mean, a lot of people want to get his dude a lot of credit. Like, hell oh, no. he came out of, like, what's his name? He came out of Detroit. You know, give him around, you know, talent, see what type of player he is. But I didn't really, I wasn't, his performance wasn't, you know. It wasn't. wasn't wasn't, uh, like, like, great to me. It was just like, it was an okay performance against a team that, honestly, if he plays well, they should they should have won going away. I think yeah. they, I think I think the spread was like five. Five. So it's just like he should have they should have played. I mean, to me, in my opinion, if he plays well and does what they 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 want to do, what they should do, it shouldn't be be that close of a game. Yeah. I think his play being a little erratic at times, throwing the ball away, throwing miss, missing receivers, actually cost them more than anything else. And so he lucky the Bengals. O-line wasn't that great because I think they get blown out. I think they win that by double digits. Unless Raheem Morris adjusts earlier. See, he didn't adjust to the second half. No, he didn't. Yeah, because he didn't adjust to the second half. And he kept it. He's like, okay, if I can keep it close, hopefully I can get me a pick or a fumble, then we really ain't got to do too much but rush the passer. But but, but, but I I I give, you know, I give both teams credit. They did what they had to do to get to the championship. Whether, you know, whether anybody like it or not, they did what they had to do. The thing of it is, can you make the adjustments for next year? And we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll talk see. about that. Let's talk about, I mean, you saw what Aaron Donald did. He had a great second half, great performance. Key, man, is is Aaron Donald the greatest defensive player of all time? Hell no. Lawrence Taylor, bro. Okay. <laughs> it ain't even close. Yeah. Uh, it, ain't even, it ain't even debatable. Because <clears throat> I, I done seen too many games where Aaron Donald, you was like, did he play? <laughs> he, you know what I'm saying? I done saw games where he ain't had impact. You know what I'm saying? So, like Lawrence Taylor, you knew fifty six was on the field. Yeah, it, it, shit, I can go even better. Uh, Bruce Smith, yeah. uh, Charles Haley. You know what I'm saying? I put them in the top five, but I don't even put them over those cats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just seen too many times where Don, where where he done had games where dude, you ain't even get a sack. <laughs> you had two tackles, so no, it ain't even close. He the greatest, you know. And I get like LeBron said, they're young. They, he he should, should be old enough to see. Uh, Charles Haley and Bruce Smith and uh, and Lawrence Taylor play, but like, no, he's not the greatest. Dude, a beast ain't taking up from him, but he's not the greatest all time ever. No, that's Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> Key, I agree with you all day. Like, first of all, people feared Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They 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 don't fear Aaron Donald. Nope. Like, we can double team him. People feared Lawrence Taylor. And look, and, one, and, let me cut you all right quick, right quick. With Lawrence Taylor, right, you double team him and had the fullback back yeah, there. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, but, then, but it's a name that nobody we never, that you didn't say. Reggie White. Oh, Reggie White. I forgot about Reggie, Reggie White. White. Yeah, I forgot about Reggie White. Reggie White. Yeah, I forgot about Reggie White. And I'm talking about Reggie Philly. had one move. Yes. He, he had a little hump move. Right. Exactly. He threw a 335 pounds. And, and Reggie, did it, Reggie did it at Philly. Yeah. When he left him, Cowboy. left Philly. And Green he went, Bay. Reggie Green, went with the Green, Green Bay. Bay. So, Green so Bay. that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, no, don't get me wrong. Aaron Donald no, yeah. is a first ballot Hall of Famer, great athlete, great D lineman. But to say that he's the greatest, like he's the greatest all the time, nah. Because like you said, he goes some games where he don't make an impact. Yeah. You know, some games he's getting doubled and whatever. He's not, you know, 
And you can see the Tennessee game when they went when Tennessee spanked them. They, they, he didn't make no impact. And Ryan Tannehill beat them. You know, so I just think, and, and then even with Frisco, Frisco beat him twice with Garoppolo, beat him twice. So I, I just think he's he's in the he's in the conversation, but he's not in the conversation where you can put him ahead of Reggie White and Lawrence Taylor. You just can't do it. Or Charles Haley. Or Charles Haley. Or Bruce Smith to me. Bruce Smith, but uh, yeah, Bruce but Smith was a dog. Before bro. when he the, oh, the, the, yeah. the, the, the the Buffalo Bill yeah. Bruce Smith. Yes, 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 yes. But I still think that he's in the conversation with them. But you know, he, Lawrence Taylor is the. Yeah, it's the greatest. It's the greatest. <laughs> okay, there ain't too much to add, bro. Like you said, we live in the moment so much, and we forget about the greats, bro. Mm-hmm. Shit, I wouldn't put him over Sap. Honestly, bro, like, dog, them, them early years with Sap, that boy was a dog. Mm-hmm. Donald's is great. He's an undersized D-tackle, bro. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, he will go down probably top, t- top seven, I think, all time. Because it's hard to make all pro seven, eight straight years. Defense player of the year. Yeah, won. you know what I'm saying? Three-time yeah. defensive player of the year. He probably won it this year. You know, he, he's one of those cats where you could probably win it damn near every year. But we can't forget about the older players, man. And like I said, it's so easy to double team a, a D-tackle so much. And like I said, you run at him, can he get off the block to, 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 to really be dominant in a run game? Yep. It's easy to be great in the passing game when you up, when you up and you know they passing. Exactly. Can you be great in the run game? That's what separate the greats from the, the average. And I don't see Donald as that great of a D-tackle because you run at him, he's not that good. Yeah, he'll make a splash play, but it's I think there's too many other great players in front of him to talk about an all-time great. Dude's, dude's fired, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. It's great. And when you're on that biggest stage like a Super Bowl, everybody's watching, and you make the plays that he did, that's why we're talking about this conversation right now. Right, because before we wasn't even talking about Aaron Donald, the greatest of all time. He's just another cat that's that's great. Yeah, he, he needed, never got over the hump. He needed the championship, absolutely, absolutely. Championship it helps. Yep, he's greater than he's greater than uh, Warren Sapp. I'm sorry. Are oh, you he, talking about the early Sapp? You like if you look at no, their but, eight years, his eight years. But you don't even have to even. I mean, the eight years is not even comparable. His his eight years been better than Warren Sapp's okay. eight years. Period. I mean, it ain't even that close. So, I. I I don't think he's the greatest defensive player of all time. I mean, but if he gets here, gets there next year, gets it a year afterwards, maybe has an impact. He's what? He's an eight, nine year veteran, mm-hmm. eight years in the league. Mm-hmm. Maybe by next year, the year afterwards, man, in two more years of putting up, putting up numbers that like he's been putting up, then there's a big conversation to have. There's a conversation to have about his impact over the last 10 years of his career, over the 10 years of his career. At that time, because we, we 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 got a volume of of information, we got a volume of things that we can we can we can assess assess and then really make a determination. Right now, eight years in, knowing that that the LT the impact LT had and some of those, it's just a little too much. It's too much information. It's not he has way too much imprint on the game for us to really say that he's better than LT or greater LT. But outside of that, maybe another you know another two years. You never know. He does. He does have a great resume so far, yeah, no, and his resume compared with everybody else it can't compete. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be. It's going to elevate him over anybody. Yeah. But his his resume right now can can compete with them. Yeah, it can. And I, I mean, you know, what I saw out there, as far especially in that fourth quarter, I saw a guy that took over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After that little, that little fight, that little, that little yeah, snippet, you know, that nah, seemed like seemed like that turned the tide. Like, yeah, you know I don't what? know what that dude was thinking anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I really understand because he didn't really, he didn't really do anything nah. outside of what it, 
of the norm. Like he kind of just pushed them out of bounds and they were just like, what are you doing? And they got upset. <laughs> and it just seems like it was, you know, he was really, really trying to hurt him. Yeah, like, like, they were hurting him. I'm like, they didn't hurt me. You actually, your boy kept running in bounds. He made sure he got out of bounds. But first of all, y'all should have been protecting him all this, the whole yeah, game. Like, like, what like, you like, like, you mean? Exactly. Yeah, it was a little much. It was a little much. So I, I, I do, but I do feel like, you know, if his resume comes up in two years, three years, he wins another championship, you make him go in it, you make him consider that. Like, hey, 10, 10, 8, 9, 10 years of, um, of, um, um, all pro performances, you never know. But right now, I'm agree with everybody else. I'm with you guys. I don't think he's there yet. Nah, Not at all. Not at all, man. All right, let's go to what, let's go to the next subject matter. Let's talk about what Richard Sermon, he made, he made some very interesting comments about Matt Stafford as a Hall of Famer. Let's talk about that real quick. So, what's your thoughts, right? Give me your thoughts right now. Based on what you saw, not based on what you saw, but based off Matt Stafford's resume and him adding a championship, if his career ended today, is he a Hall of Famer? I think yes, because the, the era that we in, because of the number of passing yards, I think that's why he gets in, plus now he got a Super Bowl. And if you compare him to Marino, Marino had a ton of yards, never made a, never won a Super Bowl. So I think just because of the error he's in, he will make it. But Sherman comments is right on. We have diluted the Hall of Fame with all these inflated numbers. Now we forget Matt Stafford has never won anything in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Like we forget about that because he's now with the Rams, Hollywood team. He's in the Super Bowl. The hype is there. But we got to remember, like, he did nothing in Detroit. He had Calvin Johnson. You know, their division wasn't that great, right? You had Green Bay. Chicago was so up and down. Minnesota up and down. Um, So Sherman is right, bro. Like, we put – Stafford shouldn't even be in a conversation of Pro Bowl – I mean, Super Bowl – I mean, Hall of Famer. But – because of the dynamic arm talent, you know, he wows you with the throws, the no-look pass in the Super Bowl. That's why he will get in. But Sherman comments is definitely right on par, bro. Like, prior to the Super Bowl, nobody thought about Matt Stafford as a Hall of Famer at all. Like, it wasn't even close. But the arm talent is there. You wow people. You're going to put up. He probably going to finish his career probably top two, top three, all-time passing yards if he stay healthy because he's only, what, 33? Right. Literally, if he stays healthy and they protect him, he can play another decade. Right. So he's going to put up the numbers. So automatically he's going to get in, bro. You're not putting – you're not going to put someone that's top five or top two or three in passing not in the, the Hall of Fame. It's just not going – I don't care how bad your career was. It's just kind of what it is. It's just the age that we're in. Have you seen the list of QBs in the Hall of Fame? Shit, I ain't. I'm Aikman. You got, but they're champions. Marino's in. He Hold got on. no Super Bowls. Hold on. Did you? I'm gonna tell you one who shouldn't be in there. Who? Namath. Namath ain't do number said one thing that we gonna win the game, and he ended up in the Hall of Fame. But you got look at his stats. It don't matter. It don't matter. You just said, oh, we are gonna win the game, and you put him in the Hall of Fame. You got, you got Namath. Warren Moon put up stats. He should, he should, he be should in have there. been in. Okay. You got Johnny Unitas. He got what one ship, but that's the thing though. Like Jim Kelly, so so Jim Kelly, he he been there, but he had nothing, and his team was stacked. But you know, but but with going to 
It says something going to what three straight Super Bowls. You went to four straight. Four straight. But you didn't win. It, it says something, right? Like yeah, the team is good. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's not is going the criteria win. winning it or the criteria. Right. Like, he's been that. Like he can't blame that. Put so, up numbers like he did and being able to be a high performing quarterback for the. Then you got to look at trans, you got to cha- he changed how offenses is done with quarterbacks. Like they went to that whole K gun spread. Like we throwing that bitch all over the field. It's a. It, it's just that where I think Kelly. Gets so in. that's my point in saying, I don't. I disagree with Richard Sherman because if that's the case, this man will put up fifty thousand yards. Okay, three hundred and twenty-three TDs and on one hundred sixty-one picks. Who Safford? Yes, he gonna get in though. So 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 I mean, what we don't even know the criteria for who's a Hall of Famer. I think that's been the question. I think that's what Sherman's question was. Like, what is the criteria at this point? Because if you look at it, I mean. If you look at the criteria of what Matt Stafford, his stats, and stats alone, he's not Hall of Fame worthy. Not off stats, not off, not enough wins, not enough playoff wins. He had one good playoff series, no MVPs, right. nothing. Like, it, and even though he went to the playoffs with Detroit, that's, who's the best player on that team at that point? Megatron. Megatron. So it was always Megatron a bust with them at that time in his career. So, and then he goes to the Rams and he's loaded. He's on the offensive loaded team. I don't see where that has been. I can't, I can't really agree in the sense of is he a Hall of Famer at this point because of the fact that, I mean, he's never really been like the best player on the team. But, I th- but if you're looking at the Hall of Fame and who they allowed in, his numbers is better than a lot of dudes that's already in there. That may be the case, but that doesn't mean that they were worthy. No, that's what I'm saying. So I think I think to better understand who the Hall of Famer, who's not, I want to see the criteria. So let me say this. I'll put a question mark by whether he's a Hall of Famer or not because we just don't know the criteria. If we knew the criteria of what they're judging them on, then I can disagree or agree with, with, with Sherman. Because, I mean, yeah, granted, he, I mean, his playoff performance, it was okay. It was okay. He, right. he didn't turn the ball over, which they got him there. And he and if he turned the ball over, they probably lost a couple of games anyway. But he didn't turn the ball over. He was safe with the ball. Was it one of his spectacular performances ever? No. No. He didn't turn the ball over. I mean, but he didn't it didn't it didn't kill them. What I'm could saying. Have. He he the ball the over. I think he led the league in interceptions. No, what, I'm talking about, about in the playoffs. In the playoffs, he, he was not right. He, he was okay. And I'm saying he was okay as the quarterback. I'm trying to think they played they played three games, right? Game one was against whom? Uh, I know they played the Bucks. They, they played, played the Bucks. They, they played, played the, Arizona. Arizona. So he turned he turned the ball over against the uh, the Bucks. The Bucks. He almost fumbled. He did the fumble then, but the 49 he game two. he struggled. Yeah, he struggled. And that, he should have had it in the sense old boy dropped. He just dropped it. But I'm just saying. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. I want to see what is the criteria for everybody who gets what is what is the criteria? If I if I have to examine him right now, just off base of my own frame of mind, I would think he's not a Hall of Famer. Even with the Super Bowl championship, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I get he got the stats, but I mean, even the struggle he had even in the playoffs at times was an example of why I feel like he's not at that level. Where he can just, just left. Okay. Okay. Now if he takes the team back and he has more success with the Rams, given the opportunity he's playing with a better coach, better system. Yeah, it. man, listen, give it to him. I but I think right now, no. I mean, not if I'm looking at, I mean, if I look at the fact that, if I'm looking at like how, you know, they had Trill Owens had to go through this process three times 
to be selected. Yeah. Right? I don't see how can Stafford, yeah. I don't see how Stafford could be a first ballot. I definitely. You know what I mean? So but more or less a second, third ballot. Yeah, if he okay. comes in and while he goes through the process for a hot minute, yeah, he's got the championship on board, but he still doesn't have he still don't have no other accolades. Has he ever been an all pro player? Like, like he's like what? So he, has he been a pro bowler once? Like so, I don't see what else he could he. What, what can that's he? That's true. If they if they ask him, how can he defend it? That's yeah. true. Like that's unless true. he just you know being confident with himself, which I can respect, but I don't know how can you defend that? Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, Sherman comments is dead on, though. Yeah, it was dead on, and, and Sherman's a guy that like bro, like I've been smart, bro. Like I've been one of the best. I've been one of the best players in my position. I've been one of the best players of corner in my position. You know, right now. I'm pretty sure in his career right now, it's not going the way he probably planned. But, I mean, Sherman's looking at it like, if you give me my best five years against his, it's not even close. It's not even close, yeah. yeah. So I can respect what he's saying. Without question. Facts. All right, man. So let's get into, right, let's get into the, the halftime show. That was good. Now, that right there is what I was there for. <laughs> After you woke up. I was like, I woke up right about that time. I was like, I woke up looking like, yay. Mary J. Surprise, I didn't know 50 going to be in there. Right. That, that caught me off guard. But the Mary J, uh, Snoop. Eminem, Snoop, and, you know, the right. and, uh, and um, um, uh, Kendrick Lamar. And then they had Anderson Pack playing the drums. Yeah. And then they had, and then you had the, the all of all, because it's all circled around Dr. Dre. Yeah. Man, Raven, how you how you enjoy that? Did you enjoy the performance or not? Was it the greatest of all time? It, it was greatest, bro. Like it to get that different, you know, dynamics of you got the new school with Kendrick, right? You got the OG and Mary, right? You got Snoop, the, the OG, you know what I'm saying, from the West. You got Eminem repping the Midwest, one of the dopest lyricists of all time. And if you gotta give respect to 50. Bro, when he dropped that in the club joint, bro. Oh yeah, back in the day. Ooh, yeah, bro. That yeah. that Ready or Die album, bro, was fire. Yeah, and not to have Ready to Die. That's Biggie. Yeah, that was no, no. Oh, Get Rich or Die Trying. Sorry, what the fuck I'm talking about. Get Rich or Die Trying, bro. Like when that album dropped, bro. I remember like it was vivid. I was living in Temple Hills. Yeah, it was snowing that day. I walked to Best Buy from my apartment dog, <laughs> just to get it, just to get that album. <laughs> 50 was that dude when that dropped, bro. He shut down the rap game. And it was no chatter about him even being in the Super Bowl before yeah. me. So to add him in there, bro, it was a definite bonus, man. It was the greatest of all time. It just shows how we need to give Dr. Dre more flowers. Like, the boy is a genius, bro. To put all that shit together, bro, to come up with what he's always done, it was phenomenal, man. Yeah. Like, it was one for the culture, though. Without question. Definitely one for the culture, man, and you know, it's just amazing, man. Like how they put all that stuff together, man, and like I say, Dre is a despair here, bro. NFL did a good job. Yeah, I, I got I got to give him a credit. I got to give him a lot of credit for um, the performance. I give Dre credit for you know getting it together, and, and 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 if you look at it now, like Mary's career, who was like taking a slow, you know, she was doing Mary, Mary, but now she's got that pub back of Mary. You know, because she's on all the shows now. She got a new album out. I listened to it today. It's pretty good. And, you know, Snoop, you know, he just got Death Row. So I'm what's, just, Hold on. What's your favorite song on the, on the, on the new album? You, what do you be singing? Good morning. Good nah, morning, gorgeous. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you be singing? You be nah, singing in bro. the shower. Nah, 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 bro. Be singing, dog. It, bro, you, you can be real with us, dog. It, it might be one of the ones, but it's the one before that one. 
Uh, I can't remember the name because I was listening to it this morning. I can't remember the name of it. You can, you can be real but, with but, it. But, I, listen, I just think, listen, I just dog, think, we homies in. I just think, if you honestly, like the song, you whatever, like the bro. song. <laughs> good morning, gorgeous. What the hell is it? I think about your wife, dog. Look, man. It's all good. good Let me say this. Let me say this. You cut it on. The stay, album is stay in your great album. Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he, got, he got the Bluetooth in oh. the shower. They can get wet. Yeah, they sing. <laughs> well, you can oh, be real man. with us, though. But now, on a serious note, though. Like, 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 so, so now that's taking her from, a, from another level to where she was before, you know, they did something right for the halftime show. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I think it's going to be hard for them to build on this next year. It's going to be real tough. Never again. It's going to be real tough. It's going to be somebody and, and so, You know that. So you got to – the NFL, Jay-Z, whoever, has to figure out that you got to keep this going. You can't just give me one performance and then go back to doo-doo next year. Yeah. You can't just do that. <laughs> let, me get, let me get the final thoughts right here. My whole opinion of this, man, was finally, right? You finally realize that black people – and you finally realize culture wise, you finally realize that having an artist or hiring artists like these particular individuals was only going to boost your cred, your demorale, and the audience when it comes to the NFL and the halftime show. Why in Atlanta did you have Maroon 5 performing <laughs> when you're in one of the most, and especially this last. 30 years, Blacks. one of the greatest, it was Black Excellent, definitely, one of the greatest musical shows or cities in the world. Mm-hmm. Atlanta runs hip-hop and music. Why in the world would you have Maroon 5 and <laughs> who, who, who was on the Maroon? It was somebody else. Why would you have them performing instead of having an outcast? Right? Ludacris. Um, all the all the Atlanta artists, Ti, Usher, fuck. Usher, right? Yeah. All the Atlanta artists, TLC, like you, you I got mean, options. Goes, you got you got options. That's like having the Super Bowl in Chicago and not having Kanye out there. Facts, right? Like I mean, you know, you know, he's a little little, little loopy at times. <laughs> all right, listen. At the end of the day, you' supposed to have you should identify with that 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 city's culture. Yeah, you're selling that. That's what you're selling. You're selling the Super Bowl. You're selling the city's culture. Yeah, you supposed to invest into that, yeah. and bringing Dre out there where everybody know Dre is L A. Well, they had they had Maroon Five, Travis Scott, and Big Boy. Duh, why? I get Big Boy, but that's only what's one. No, that's nothing. You should just have Outkast. Period. Why even have like, bro? You should have Outkast running it. Period. And you should have Jermaine Dupree doing it. Man, you could have did. You yeah. could have done the drunk, the the Dungeon Family. And had all them pulling them in there. You could have had yeah. Big Boy, Outkast. You could have all. You could have had a Goody Mob. You could have yeah. had all them out there. Luda. That's that's yeah. Atlanta. That's Atlanta. You got one of the greatest musical cities in the world. Excellent. All those artists in Atlanta. Yeah. Come on, out of Atlanta, man. Come on. They 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 dropped the ball. So getting Dre going through with Jay Z, getting Dre, man, it worked. Yeah. Now hopefully they take this this formula. And in the next, where's the next one? Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. next one in Vegas. Hopefully they take the form and they utilize. Now I don't know any much too many artists from Vegas. Probably none. I don't really <laughs> much. Enough. I don't. I, I don't really know a lot of artists. And they Vegas. gonna come back with probably like Taylor Swift. I, I, think, have Celine Dion. I think only. I think. Yeah. I think <laughs> crazy. I think Neo's from Vegas. 
they gonna come with some food. So <laughs> maybe Vegas is a little different, but but when you have cities who have like actual musical cultures, like yeah, like man, you gotta bring in the artists that reps them, and then figure out like how can you tie them all together. Exactly. So the show looks like what you, we just saw. Yes, sir. That's what made it so amazing. Facts. I mean, Mary J's not from L.A., nope. but she has ties with Dre. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, Eminem's not from L.A., but he has ties with Dre. It made it. It just made it. It, it was lo- perfect. It, it, was th- it was seamless. Yeah, it was perfect. The transition was great. Everybody was excited. You know what I mean? You know, I mean, when, you know, especially when Snoop came out. Yeah, Snoop that dude, though. We don't Snoop get that yeah. boy yeah, enough like, love. Hey, 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 Snoop came out there with that. On national TV. Yeah, it thing, made though. it so cool, man. And I loved it. So NFL, man, good job finally. Yeah. Applause for that. Yeah. Alright, man. So let's get to let's get to the next year. They feel like they feel like the Rams is not the best. It's not they don't have the greatest odds of winning the Super Bowl. I think it's the Chiefs again. So should the Rams be the favorite? Repeat? Nah. 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 Because, first of all, you got to figure out if OBJ going to come back to the Rams. That's number one. If Robert Robert Woods going to be. And if he does, hold on. If he does, he's going to meet Meese. He's going to miss at least 90% of the season. Exactly. So that's that's already a downfall for me. We we already got to see if Robert Woods is going to be healthy. Yep. That's that's another problem. Um, They got. There's a lot of people on a one-year deal, so you got to re-sign people. And you got to shore up your secondary. You know, Waddle's going back to the house in retirement, going to be watching the games like us on the couch. Um, and, and he played a big part in helping them, you know, with his experience. But I, I think they're going to they're gonna have to show up their secondary. The D-line is fine, you know, if they can sign everybody back. If everybody comes back, the D-line is fine. I think they're going to show up the offensive line a little bit more. But Stafford, Stafford got a lot of issues. He got chronic back pain. He got chronic elbow pain. He has a lot of issues that he's going to have to iron out before the season starts, and 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 that's and that's a big problem because you sign him to a two year deal. You got to what two years left on his deal. Yep. So I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to, the percentage for me. Um, shit, like twenty percent, twenty percent, because it all depends. Because the reason why I say twenty is right now Frisco has their number. But they got to find out who their quarterback going to be. You know what I'm saying? They got to find out who their quarterback going to be. That's going to be a big part. Seattle, we don't know what's going to happen with Russ. Big shuffle. You know what I'm saying? So, so, but, but for them being the, like, you know, for that division, right now, I look at them being like the third best. Well, right now, they number one because everybody else is like, they don't know. They, they to be determined. But for them in percentages of getting back and winning it, uh, I get them like 20% for right now until, I, until we know who's on their team or not. Yeah, I, I give him probably third behind KC and Buffalo. I even with him. the even with Stafford the way he is. Yeah, I mean, and you haven't signed now. You got mind now. You got to sign the people on your D line back. Yeah, no and doubt. Your secondary, no doubt. Uh, the secondary is just young, right? The reason why Weddle came back is a lot of the cats was hurt. Rap was hurt, yeah, injured, right? Yeah, yeah, so, I, so they, so they, they, they okay to say they just need time to get better. True, they're just so, young, right? So when you sign Ramsey, the other cat number eleven, he changed. Um, I think his name Williams or whatever. They're yeah. just young, right? So you just hope they just mature and, and get better. They're gonna be strong, right? Stafford it never took a pounding. True. You know, when old people get get old, they go to Phoenix, <laughs> they go to the hot weather. They ain't in Detroit no more. Yeah. Right. So you know, so hopefully those type of ailments, you know, you'll be better. 
Um, they're going to have a strong team. I think with McVay and, you know, his play calling, OBJ is going to be big. Can Van Jefferson take that next step, right? Yeah. Can Cooper Cup stay healthy? True. He did that the whole year this year, but previous, he was always missed four or five games. And I think they would have I think they would have beat New England if he'd have stayed healthy. Right. So health is always number one priority to repeating, and it's tough. Yeah. Right? New England did it, what, 2004, 2005, something, yeah, something like that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. So it is tough to repeat in the NFL. Right, yeah. everybody, so much free agency shuffling, and and this year I think it's going to be so much shuffle with quarterbacks. Oh, without question, right? Who knows what Russell going to do? What Deshaun Watson going to do? Yeah, you know, like it's going to be a lot of shuffle with quarterbacks that can change the whole franchise. True. So I I definitely give them top probably three if everybody come back. I think they definitely will. We try to sign Vaughn. Yeah. Um, I think Vaughn is key to helping Donald be that impact guy on the D line. True. Um, but. You know, they they got a good shot, bro. Definitely, um, you know, they're going to be one of the better teams in the NFC, no doubt. Plus, Brady is left. Who knows what Rodgers going to do. Yeah. Right? So, let's say Rodgers go to the AFC. What other better team in the NFC that's better than them? Than the Rams. Than the Rams? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at it from a dynamic, if Rodgers leave Green Bay, what other quarterback that's good in the NFC for them to really deal with? Russell? It depends. It, well, Kyler maybe, but you see with Kyler's situation. Yeah, and, and you got to and see. With so they that. could make it. Just depends on the quarterback shuffles. Yeah, because somebody they got a good shot though. Somebody got to go to Tampa Bay. Somebody got to go to New Orleans. We just don't know. Somebody got to go to Minnesota. It, it's so it's yeah. The the, the 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 NFC have so many to be determined that it, it's sad. The AFC, you pretty much know. AFC stack though. The, the AFC is tough. And that's what and that's what that's what people got to realize with Joe Burrow then. Like I don't care if when you at the Super Bowl you better win it. You You better win it because guess what? You got Joe, you got Lamar coming back, you got Josh Allen, you got uh, Herbert. You know you you got a line of quarterbacks right now that are real that are on pretty good teams. That if they tweak one thing here and there, they there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tennessee is a to be determined because Ryan Tannehill trash. is awful. Oh, it's he's, awful. he's decent, but he's not no, a two bowl caliber quarterback. Bro, that boy is terrible, bro. He's done a lot. He's done a lot better since he's been in Tennessee than when he was in Miami. But you know why? Because of Derrick Henry's back. I mean, it's a team effort. Because of Derrick Henry's back. Hey, you're right. It's a, it's, 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 it's a thing. It's kind of what it is. He's played better. You can't he's never better. Yes. But this is the thing. What What are the coaches going to do? Oh, Vrabel? No, I said the Colts. Oh, Colts? The yeah, Colts? The Colts looking yeah. like getting rid of Wentz. So, yeah. so, so. It's a lot of shuffling. It's so many, it's game. so many, a lot of teams that have good core, but their quarterback is not stable for enough for them to win. Now, me personally, I'm going to be honest. I would love to see Deshaun go to Tennessee. That'd be good. I would love to see with him and Derrick Henry and get Corey Davis and get one more receiver that, that can help them with the defense that they got. I would love to see that because now that whole that division, they own that division. They pretty much would be probably first place. They would handle a lot of things over there. Yeah, I mean, if we go back to the original statement, which is they the Super Bowl favorite? I would say no, and not not because of you know we. I mean, what you guys just talked about is absolutely fact. So I mean, it's a lot of shuffling will happen over the off season, especially in the quarterback position. I think it's really more just on the fact that it's very rare and very hard to repeat. I mean, I think the last repeat champions were the Patriots. Yep. 
Yeah. And I don't, and I think it's a very difficult thing because there's so much parity in the league. It's always that one team that kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Like every year, it's always that one team that you all know where you'll be like, man, like, you know, what happened to them or where they came from or what type of talent they are, uh, the talent they have because they get on a run, they get hot, the quarterback gets hot, the defense gets hot. So it's just one of those things, the play calling gets hot. It's, it's just not a, it's never going to be a point where you have just a dominant team anymore. It's, that, that's just no longer there. That dominant type of player, that I mean, that dominant type of team, that's it. Even we just talked about, even the Rams got spanked by the 49ers twice in this past mm-hmm. season. Yep. So it wasn't like they were just out here destroying teams. No. Yeah. They they got, to me, they got a favorable uh, schedule when it came to the playoffs. It's be hard uh, and it's going to be tough. So it's going to be a dumb, it's, it's just one of those things you just don't see it happening. I don't see it. I don't think they should be the favorite because you just don't see it happening enough for them to be the favorite. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. All right, real quick, let's give a quick thoughts on. Still is hiring Brian Flores, right? Right. What's your thoughts on that? You heard it. You saw it. What was your thoughts when you first heard about it? And 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 and, and yeah, give me your thoughts on that. I was surprised to you know based on the lawsuit you saw in the NFL for an owner. So basically, you saw the owners. <laughs> you know, they, you, you the owners run the NFL, and I think it's a perfect situation for him going to the Steelers, being at the Rooney Rule. It came in place because of. Dan Rooney and the Rooney family. But I think it's more big for Mike Tomlin, right? He's putting his name on the line to hire a coach that's soon in the NFL. You know how much scrutiny this probably is going to get. And we talked about Mike Tomlin coaching tree. He's never really had a black coach in a, a, a OCDC position. This is big not only just for Brian Flores to kind of ease back in the NFL, right? Do he still be that vocal guy that's on all the platforms and talking about it? Or do he sit back and, you know, chill and let it play out? But I think it's, I think it's, it's good for Brian Flores, yes. But I think it's bigger for Mike Tomlin putting his neck on the line Signing Brian Flores to be what linebacker coach, assistant head coach. Yeah, no, I think it's just, he's just a defensive assistant. Yeah, so I think it's and big more for Tom, big for Tomlin's name to put his name on the line to bring Flores because you know it's going to bring a lot of scrutiny. And I think it's big for the Steel organization. But if perfect world, this is the probably the perfect organization to go to, right? So big up to Brian Flores. I was definitely shocked by it. Um, but I think it's big. I think, honestly, I think it's big for Brian, uh, Mike Tomlin's, you know, legacy bringing in Brian Flores and, and the whole scrutiny situation. The Steelers put their money where their mouth is, because at the end of the day, that's what they, that's what, that's what the Rooney Rule was for. And even though, for most of us, thinking that the Rooney Rule is a BS rule because you got to interview me, you know, in order to get, you know, just to interview me, even though I'm not going to hire you, just got to interview me. But they put their money where their mouth is in the sense of you hired a dude that is suing you. That takes a lot. Yep. If you're suing me, why am I hiring you? Well, he's technically he's not suing the NFL. No, 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 no I'm just saying he's they're suing, suing certain teams. teams. He's suing particular teams, but yeah. you know how the owners run together. Yeah, but I mean, but you, we all know that the Roonies have yeah, always been kind of like been one of the matriarchs of doing something. Not different, but just the matriarchs of, of champion diversity and, and, um, and, 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 um, opportunity and that's why i respect them i respect them what they're doing i respect what they're doing i respect that you know they they see the situation for what it is and say you know what i'm gonna hire this guy because i know he can coach not not because he's black i think i just believe that they're hiring because they know he can coach and he got a raw deal yeah i think it, I, I agree man i think one of the things that's going to help is the fact that he can coach his ability to coach is going to be great 
right? So his ability to coach should outlast or exactly. outweigh any of the issues that's going on here with him and those three teams on the NFL in general. Exactly. So that, that means so much. Exactly. And I think that's and I think for Tomlin now you got two guys in there. Like, listen, we need to get this organization back to where it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Big Ben stayed too long, and they couldn't get somebody to make sure that that where they are now. You know, the, the Steelers just need a quarterback. They need a quarterback, and I, and I, and I applaud them for what they're doing. But they and, and I applaud the fact that hey, Flores and Tomlin, they're going to be looking at you. Yeah, Steelers, we need to get it done. You know what I'm saying? We need to get us a quarterback, and we need to get it done and make it happen. And, and look, I think it's going to happen for them. They just got they got a defense. They got young receivers. They got a pretty good offensive line, but they just need to find that one guy to call the plays and to get it done for them. Yeah. But I'm but I'm proud about what they did. Yeah, like I said, it's big up to like you say Mike Tomlin to put his name on the line. And I wonder if Flores didn't have this whole um, you know, lawsuit situation and he didn't get any of the jobs in the NFL as a head coach. Yeah. Would Mike Tomlin have hired him as a linebacker coach? I don't think it would have happened. Yeah. I, I truly think it would not have happened if the Brian Flores' current situation is not going on. Yeah. Right? I don't think he hires him at all. True. Right? Is it a token hire? I don't think it's a token hire. I, I, I don't think so at all. He didn't have to hire him, so I don't think it's a token hire. True. I think the guy's probably the best. First of all, I he's not the linebacker's coach. He's the uh, senior defensive assistant. He works on linebacker staff. Okay. So I think that – but – I mean, the guy ability to coach has never been questioned. Exactly. Absolutely. So why would you not hire a guy who can only increase or help your uh, value? The value, yeah, the value of your of your organization. He's only he's valued in that organization. He's he's a great mind. Uh, he's probably a great motivator. Uh, he's going to be getting there. He's going to probably help them increase their linebacker production. I think this is a great hire for mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers. I think it makes the it makes if they have. They had opportunity on that staff. He was the right person to put in that position, mm-hmm. right? Also, while he's going through the issues of this particular um, situation, right, we all know what's going on, it also kind of gives an opportunity for him to have something to stand on while he's going through it, right, and and let the court system handle, handle the situation as it is. As is. Uh, I think if he wasn't hired or anywhere, he's just kind of just – going around doing interviews, doing stuff like that. I think all people kind of keep trying to make a play on certain issues that are going on, but beyond as far as just his, just organizational wise. I think for him, it helps that he's working, he's at an organization, he's focused on this type of stuff, and he can let the court system and his lawyers handle everything. Mm-hmm. And man, like, you know, kudos for, for Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. Taking a stance and, and saying, listen, man, we think you can coach. Whether you got to... Mm-hmm. Also, with the NFL, it does happen. There's, there's times in corporate America, this, that happens all the time, where you hire a CEO to do something else or hire, or, or hire a uh, employee to do something else in another organization while you may be suing or uh, going through a situation with another organization. It happens all the time. It's nothing new. So it just, you know, it's happening in this situation. It's just at the forefront. Um, and, you know, with these teams that they're, you know, teams that they're um, that being sued, you know, they're – they just give him, they're being sued. You're going to be mad as I don't know what. Now, when they let him in, would they be so, if he go to Denver, would they be so mad? Because they do play Denver, I think, like every other every other year or every year. I don't know. Every would they be year. so upset, upset that they'd be like, I won't let him in the building? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, at the end of the day, man, I'm, I'm happy for him to have an opportunity to do what he loves to do. 
Yes, sir. So that, that's great. Shout out to Sock because Mike Tomlin, uh, his track record has been a little, yeah, it's a little shaky. Little people. shaky. Little shaky. You people. know what I mean? As far as, you know, he does, you know, he hires a lot of people and a lot of minorities. I, I got a lot of respect for him, but it's been a little like dicey as far as his coaching tree. Gotcha. Like bringing people in that that has ascended to different levels, mm-hmm. head coaching levels. Yep. He doesn't. He doesn't have a big track record for that, right? So, but the people who he is coached under has had it. Gotcha. Like whether it's Tony, uh, um, uh, Tony, um, Dungey, Tony Dungey, Dungey, other people out there, they've had huge yeah. track records of, of branching out, getting having getting coaches jobs. I mean, I think Tony Dungey had. Uh, him and Sean Raheem Morris, ain't it? And no, Sean, no, no, only Sean Raheem Morris, but he also had uh, Sean McDermott. Yeah, McDermott. McDermott. Yeah, I think he was on the staff with him too. Yeah. So then, because they coached together. Gotcha. I think they even played together or something like that. But anyway, it's one of those things where you see where their ability to produce top flight or top tier coaches, and we, you know, hey man, so it was looking a little shaky. So shout out to them for that, man. Excellent. All right, let's get into some NBA basketball. Yes, sir. We're playing basketball right now. Right, so <laughs> going to All Star Weekend, the leading MVP candidate right now is Joel Ebeek. You know what I mean? Like I said, Ebeek. <laughs> right. So, give me Ray. Give me your performance. Your letter grade on on B performance the first half of the season. I give him an A, bro. I mean, outside of the COVID and missing games, he's been healthy. Right, he hasn't been having any knee issues or anything like that. He's putting up monster numbers. He's leading the league in scoring. Um, the team is third in the in the East, despite all the the the, the, the stuff that with Ben Simmons, the trade. I would give him definitely an A. Um, he's he's doing his thing. If he stay healthy, bro, I don't see nobody winning the uh, the, the 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 MVP outside of Embiid. I agree um, with you. Yeah, Embiid's playing well, bro. He's balling. He's proven. Why they made him number one pick years ago? Investing and building around him. Yes, sir. Um, if he can stay healthy, bro, dude is phenomenal. You know, he's now working on the Harden. You know, the little little step. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, MB is putting up monster numbers, though. Like he deserves everything he's going to him right now. I give him an A. He averaging what twenty twenty nine point six. Yeah, he balls. He's a uh, eighth in. You know, he averaging eleven point two rebounds. Uh, he 38th with uh, 4.5 assists. The, the man is giving you everything he got. You know, he, he, he's putting it on his back. And like you said, despite all the foolishness, he's still coming out every night giving you 100%. So, like I said, I'm giving, I'm giving MB the A. You know, he's, he's, staying, he's, he's doing what they do to keep his body together, you know, making sure that his team is playing through him and, and, and getting the things done. Now, we're going to see – when James Harden stepped on the court, but as of today, before the start, before the um, All Star game tomorrow, I'm giving him B to A. Yeah, give, I give him A, man. The, the kid is balling. He's he's finally starting to live up to the potential, the potential that everybody thought he had. Mm-hmm. Right when he first came into the league, coming from Kansas, only playing one season, really didn't play a full season at that because he had back problems. People all thought like you know this kid can be one of the greatest players. Everybody talked about his footwork. His ability, his ability under the, um, with his back to the basket, and we just never got to see it because of the injuries. Now here we start to see in full fruition. The kid has been balling for the last two seasons, actually, and you're really starting to see that he's one of the big man, best big man in the league, if not the best big man in the league. Um, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed 
the game the other day with him against him and uh, Giannis. Uh, they were it was back and forth, best in that fourth quarter. Uh, and if Middleton just didn't play so awful, maybe that maybe Milwaukee would have won. But uh, man, him and Giannis, you could just see how they improving their games each year, every year. Both of those two guys, from from where they came into the league to where they're at now, you can see the ascension. The East is in great hands when you see those two guys because they are balling. Mm-hmm. They are balling. And I can't wait to March 10th. I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to see him and and the Brooklyn Nets go at each other. I can't wait to see James Harden. I got the circle. I got it on my, uh, my, my circle on my, uh, my calendar. Him, Simmons. Man, this is going to be one of the best games, one of the most hype games. And I don't care if it's on ESPN or TNT, you better have it. It better not be on the NBA TV. <laughs> For sure. That shit is the worst. Is You think Ben Simmons play? He plays. Oh, absolutely. He already said he, that's the game should, he well, says. Absolutely. Should he play? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes. He should absolutely. Play now. With the whole mental issue. You think let, he let, play? let me say something. The mental issue is just a gone. Break. It's about as, it was a break. His mental issue is about as, as, as deep as James Harden's uh, <laughs> hamstring. <laughs> like, it's over. Yeah. It's time to play basketball. Exactly. I'm ready to see them go at each other. I think it's going to be one of those things. You're going to. It's gonna be one of the most hype games where it's, it's gonna be something we gotta we gotta pay attention to. Yeah, it's yes. a good one, right? It may be something yes, we may pull up on the uh, on the uh, Twitter Spaces and talk about that game while the game's yes, going sir. on. Yes, sir. It's gonna be that intense. Yes, sir. It's gonna be a battle, and I and I I, I want to see I want to see the hatred, <laughs> right? Because you know see, it's there. It's I want to see how when Russ and when KD came back to OKC. That's how I want to see it with Russ and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that one got that Ooh, that got nasty. It was in each other's face. Yes, sir. Gonna be. Like, yes, I sir. love it. I want to hear it. I want to see it. Yes, sir. It's gonna be musty TV. I want to see it. It is gonna be good. It's gonna be very good to see. Yes, I, love sir. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, man. So hey, man, let's get to the Lakers. Let's get some Lakers talk right quick. You know, Ray's team right here. <laughs> oh no, my bad. You LeBron fan. You're not a Lakers. I'm, I'm LeBron fan. The key, the key, the key, it's key team definitely. We don't know, man. That joke like sound like he like Brooklyn more than like the Lakers. Fans. I don't know, man. But I'm gonna start this one off with this. My thoughts on the AD injury, man, and the immediate future of the Lakers. I think you go ahead and sit. AD should not come back. It should be over right now for him. Sit him for the season. And bro, you gotta. You may have to think about sitting LeBron if you don't come off with a three, another ten game win season. Another 10-game win streak. If you don't get a 10-game win streak really quickly coming out of the All-Star break, you may want to sit LeBron to next season. And I'll throw that out there. What you think, Ray? Yeah, bro. Shoot your gun. Shoot your bullets while you got them, bro. Hell was sitting. Right. If I'm LeBron, bro, I, I'm year 19, bro. Like, I got nothing really left in the tank. Like, I'm shooting everything. I'm not sitting. I'm, not, I'm playing when I'm healthy. You deserve it. The fans still come to see LeBron. But as far as AD, bro, dude just can't catch a break, bro. Like, bro, it seemed like every time he he fall to the floor, he grabbing something, like he just got the worst luck ever, bro. And granted, they got the championship a couple years ago, bro, but if I'm the Lakers from a future standpoint, coming this all season, I'm shopping AD, bro. You cannot build around him. Like, he, he's not that type of cat you can say, okay, cats are going to come to L.A. to play with AD and we gonna win a championship. He's just not being available. Do you think that you think there's a storyline throughout the league, like uh, like that his availability, the injuries, and beyond? Do you think right now there's there's something 
throughout the league. There's just a stigma throughout the league that he's just somebody I will not want to go and play with because you don't you can't depend on him. Absolutely, he's soft. Oh, you say he's soft? I think hey, he's soft. Yeah, like that. Hey. bro, I think he's soft, hey, bro. Soft, bro. Say, bro, like when you it was probably about probably about five six games ago. He injured his wrist against Philly. Bro, why are you missing the next game, bro? You bowled against Embiid. Bowled. You dropped 30-plus on Embiid. But you care against the Charlotte Hornets and you sit out the game? You soft, though. Like, when we always talk about, like, the Cobra Mamba mentality, Jordan, they not missing that game, bro. If I got to shoot my wrist up, bro, I'm playing. You know the Lakers need you, right? He's just a soft player, bro, and you cannot build around this cat. And I think if I'm the Lakers, you really got to truly think about it. Like, I'm not saying he has to be traded, but you're going to listen. You have to listen, bro, because at the end of the day, Brown is only going to be around for another maybe two, three years. And this is an anomaly that he's playing this well. You can't expect that the next two, three years. You brought AD to build around him, and you see dude is going to miss at least 30 games a year. <laughs> he's just clumsy, though. though. Every time he go to the basket, though, he falls into the floor. He shoot a jumper. He, he, he wins it. Like, it's just it's just something about dude, bro. He just got a black damn cat, like, running <laughs> in front of him or something, dog. Like, dude cannot buy a break, dog. Bro, and, and like you said, this ankle injury, bro, he going to come back playoffs. He's not coming back in no four weeks and going to reevaluate him. He's missing the rest Six of the Six weeks. He's missing the rest of the regular season, guarantee yeah. that. But if I'm the Lakers, I'm shopping him, dog. I'm listening. I ain't trying, but if somebody call, I'm taking the phone call, though. Man, AD got bad luck, man. Oh, I don't know what it is. I'm like, because you got to think, he gave him 19 points in the first quarter, and then this happens to him. And he's got that fat belly. And I'm like, I'm like, AD, well, this is the thing. Whoever, Palenko, Palenka, Rob Palenka, um, LeBron, whoever got together to pick this team originally, they didn't do – themselves any justice because you at, at the end of the day you know what AD was going to give you but you didn't get enough shooters you should have got Buddy Hill you should have got DeMar DeRozan but you went the other way I think DeRozan is the biggest piece missing. and, I, and I'm, like, I'm like you need somebody to where LeBron if he takes two nights off you got somebody that's capable to do the same thing I'm not saying DeRozan is LeBron but I'm saying what I am saying is DeRozan gets you 30 Get you, you know 20 what I'm saying? He, he can get you 20 easy, but he can get you 30 a night while LeBron sit. And he can move the ball. He understands. That's what he's doing in Chicago. He's taking over Chicago and making it happen. So, and I think if you'd have got Buddy Hill, and, and, and two, even if, even if, you know, even if you didn't like it, I would have gave up that first round pick, get John Wall. You don't like Russ. You know what I'm saying? I would have traded him. The money's off the books. I mean, they got the same kind of money, but I think, I think, I think John Wall would have been a better fit. So at the end of the day, LeBron, you gotta you gotta stick it out. You keep playing. You keep playing. I'm I'm not sending nobody. I'm keep playing. Cause guess what? You might get in the playoffs. I don't think you're gonna last long, but hell, you get an extra check. You're going home. You're going home. But you get an extra <clears throat> check. So at this point in time in the game, the Lakers need to find they need they need to do some soul searching when this free agency come up next year to who who fits this team. And who to say LeBron wanna stay next year? He ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Who to say he wanna stay? I mean, we sit up here and say that, but LeBron might force us. Well, like, look, man, I need to go over here and give me some other people. Hey, listen, so. he in Cleveland right now. And Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers has a better better team right now than the Lakers. Facts. 
So that could be a that could be a Facts. decision he needs to make. Facts. You know, if if he wants to sustain his career longer and, and be in championship competition, because if you're thinking about considering trading AD, you're not going to get nowhere near the return that you got. I mean, the return that you can get if he was healthy and was playing on the all-star level. Mm-hmm. And so it, there is a there's a huge chance that you know outside of uh, Malik Monk. Their greatest asset is LeBron. Yeah. And so LeBron can come in and come to Rob Lincoln and say, listen, listen, man, we're not going to do anything. AD just keep getting hurt. Maybe you should think about trading me. Why not trade him back home? They got a lot of pieces. Now, mm-hmm. if you're Cleveland, do you want LeBron? No. 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 You no. don't want LeBron back there. You don't want to deal with that situation anymore. Your team is competing. They're third or fourth mm-hmm. seed in the East. And the East is very good this year. Too so it's good to have a very quality team with quality young pieces. You're doing this without Colin Sexton, who's out for the rest of the season. You have a young, young, a young player who's in an all star right now who's been balling. Jared Allen, Garland, no, 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 not just Jared Allen, Garland, yeah, yeah, Garland and Jared Allen. Mm -hmm. No, you just right now at this point you're you're at a better position right now than you were three or four years ago when he left. Exactly. So at this point it's just like, hey man. You know, good luck, good luck to you. We just can't come back here <laughs> because it's just there's no room for him and that no room for LeBron. You got to cut the whole team. You gonna exactly. you gonna have to. Yeah, you know, you gonna have to. So you you tell LeBron play that play that play that contract out because it's just not gonna work here. I can got a G League team. You <laughs> <laughs> can go play there. And LeBron I can't. Go there the crazy part is that I, I saw it online earlier that he had um he had the team that. The high school team they played on uh, some of those stars, some of those players and stars, but some of the players they had like a reunion on the court. Yeah, and I just like why? Like, didn't they didn't they play in Akron? Like, why do you keep reunioning these guys in Cleveland? Like, well, let it go, <laughs> let it go. Bro. You're trying to get his people on, bro. Let it go, man. It's time to let that thing go, man. They already they ain't on by now. They ain't really, on. nineteen years. <laughs> they ain't on by now. They ain't gonna never be on. Thanks. Yeah, but I, I'm like you guys, man. I, I I do feel like you know the thoughts if. And Lakers don't come out and get that eighth or ninth seed. You may have to think about shutting LeBron down to the next season. But well, he going for the Kareem record, so I think he plays just because of that. Man, but if you don't get the eighth or ninth seed, man, like what's the point of him keep playing? He trying to get that Kareem all time record. Points. It ain't gonna happen this season. Yeah, but I think if he continue to play and he put up, I think they say like if he averaged like twenty two or something like that all of next season. Of course, he's not gonna play eighty two games next season. He get the record next year. So I think he plays just because of that. Ah oh, man, your team awful, bro. It is bad. Because like, no. even if they end up playing, I don't think the Pels are going to jump on at least for the tenth spot. No, they're not beating Golden State and Phoenix. They're not beating Golden State, Phoenix, not, or Memphis. Yeah, no. they're not beating or any other team. Phoenix, if they play, they can somehow get to the seventh. Memphis, you Memphis. can't count them out, right? Memphis is a young team, but they got so many stars. They got. They got people that can defend. They got good players, not stars, but but the superstars. Is yeah, they got they can job balling. They got they give the Lakers so many matchup problems. They can definitely be. But they do Lakers. well. The, the, the Lakers don't never know. They can't defend. Yeah, you just never. I know. Th- I think they beat the Lakers four uh, one. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, but they they Lakers cannot be because they Phoenix old and they're gonna rough them up. Yeah, they can't beat Phoenix or go Easy. Yeah, but yeah. I think he just but they can't beat Phoenix or go say absolutely not. They can't beat. <laughs> yeah, I think he plays just because of the record though. If AD come back super healthy, they can't beat him. They can't beat him, man. Let's give a let's get the thoughts on let's switch it up a little bit. Let's talk about uh Rich Paul's comments, man. When he said LeBron's path to greatness was harder than Michael Jordan. D start this off, man. What was your thoughts when you heard about what Rich Paul 
put out there to the world. Can they just stop, bro? <laughs> Can they just stop? I'm like, dog, Mike is not worried about this joint. Mike is done. Mike is a billionaire running the organization. Man, answer the question, I'm man. about to answer the question. My, qu- my answer is this. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Let it go. Le- LeBron is your guy. Okay, we know LeBron is your guy. Stop, bro. Both of them are great. Everybody had their own opinion. People going to like LeBron. People going to like MJ. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I'm an MJ fan. I like LeBron, but I like MJ better. But, but man, y'all, they need to stop, bro. Stop. Quit trying to put quit trying to put stuff in the game. LeBron think he's better than MJ. He's gonna always think he's better than MJ. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, MJ is that guy. MJ took a beating from Detroit. LeBron didn't take a beating like that. Yeah. He didn't take a beating like that. LeBron left Cleveland. Even after taking Cleveland to to the uh championship, what his, his rookies, I mean his uh, sophomore season. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Jordan took a beating. You can't touch nobody now. So Rich Paul don't stop, bro. Just let it go. Just let it go. Yeah, it, it, it. I hate when people try to, you know, compare errors. It's totally different, right? Did Jordan had to go through the superstars that LeBron had to go through in his championship run of ten years? No, but now Isaiah, great, cool, right? Drexler and all them boys. Eh. What? I mean, it was good teams, right? So who, who so so tell me who's great that LeBron had to go through? Steph. First of all, hold on. Steph and Clay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Kawhi. We're gonna say Tim Duncan. great. And you lost to the Mavs. Yeah, you went through. You Paul. lost to the Mavs. Okay, cool. You lost to you but, lost to San Antonio. But we're we're talking about the path to get to the winning chips. Like the path that he had Jordan. Wait, 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 wait. You compare the paths. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying this like LeBron didn't have D Wade. Absolutely, the team. absolutely. So, absolutely. Name the third best player that Michael Jordan played with. You can say either Rodman or, or, or Horace Grant. That's it. He's not even a Hall of Famer, right? True. I'm not saying. Look, I'm not saying LeBron had an easy, a harder path or not. I'm just saying when when Chris Paul, when which Paul probably made this comment, he's looking at the teams that Jordan went through in these six championships, right? He went through Utah two years. He went through Seattle with Gary Payton and Sean Kemp and, and, and uh, Detlef Shrimp. He went through the Detroit teams. Great teams, but nobody look at them like in the, in the level of Steph, Clay. You don't look at Kawhi, Tim Duncan, Manu, and, 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 Tim, and uh, Tony Parker. And I think that's why he makes the comment. You don't know what the hell he's talking about. Well, he may not make, know what he's talking about, but I think if you on the surface, those teams had probably bigger stars. Boston with the big three. And I think that's why he makes the comments because Jordan had only really had to get through the once he got through the bad boy Pistons, he was better than uh Seattle Let me ask this question. in ninety six. He was better than those Utah teams. So he was in Magic. Miami. Magic was old and Magic was coming off the HIV, right? So I think No Magic was it. Ninety one? No, he was ninety no, no, It came out after. It came after that. Right, I'm saying. So Magic was, was old. That's what I'm saying. Magic was old. Well, first of all, stop. You can't keep saying he's old because when he beat the Pistons, hell he was old. Right, but Magic well, Magic wasn't the magic old. of the late 80s, Magic, when Jordan finally broke through. Well, let me ask this question. Oh, Jordan broke, broke through in like 91. That's what I'm saying, 91, 92, they beat the Lakers. 91. They beat the Lakers in 91. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Magic wasn't that magic of when he beat Boston, when he beat through Detroit, right? I think that's but why. he also lost to Detroit. Yes. 
I think that's why Rich Paul made these comments. He's saying LeBron had a harder path because when Jordan went the first championship, it was miles better than the Lakers team. Miles better, right? They were, but they were. Let, let me let me get let me give my opinion about this one because I hate this shit because it's dumb. It's a stupid analogy. It's a stupid comparison. Yeah. Like one, LeBron came out of high school. Michael Jordan, at that time, the CBA, they had to go three years in college. Yep. So it's a stupid analogy. Like, it's like, oh, well, he went to UNC. Yes, they had to go to college. <laughs> he couldn't, you couldn't go straight to the pros. Like, that was the CBA at that point. It changed again when KG came out. Yeah. So it's a stupid analogy. And then through all, all that, all the ups and downs of the, when KG came out and all that, and all the other players who came out of behind him, it went back to like no, it still came out to it got to LeBron. Then when LeBron, after like a year or two out of LeBron, they had some, went back to the you had to go to the college. He said, "Yeah, be nineteen years old." Yeah, it's stupid. It's a stupid comparison. It makes no sense. It's so dumb. <laughs> it does not make sense. It doesn't equate. It's like LeBron was able to develop at eighteen, nineteen. 20, 21, figure out the type of player he is. We all see that LeBron is a great player. But like Jordan, Jordan also, when he finally got into the league, had already had a championship at North Carolina, put a little more miles on his body because of like his second year, year two, year three in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was already a superstar his third year at, at UNC. Yep. He was still he was still Mike Jordan at the time. Mm-hmm. And we it is just a different frame of mind. And then you also got to look at the buildup. Like TV, the marketing, everything else wasn't the same. It was Air Jordan and his ability to play the way he played above the rim and do what he did and win championships is the reason why they put up so much marketing on these players now. So you wouldn't have seen the same level of buildup for LeBron as you did for anybody else because mm-hmm. it was players who came out of high school who was just as great. Moses Malone was a fucking beast. Uh, exactly. Daryl uh, Dawkins was a beast. It's been players who came out in the, in the NBA who, who athleticism show, athleticism show, who was also great. Also out of college, but just didn't have that that marketing level because the NBA wasn't what it was, what it is now today. Excellent. We get what we get, and we be able to have these debates and have these conversations about LeBron and Jordan because of it. Man, Rich Paul needs to shut <laughs> up. Like I really, like I really, he's annoying to me. He's like the one most annoying person. Like, bro, you an agent? Shut up and be an agent. Like that's what I want you to do. Like I know they say shut up and dribble, that's not cool. And I get it. But that's one time he needs to shut up and be an agent, bro. Like, go do your job. Oh, just play the high role. There's athletes like, out look, here. Bro, MJ had his error, Brian had his bro, error. Bro, like, yeah, it's a rap, bro. Just like, don't stop like competitive. Stop trying to say what greatness is. Why do you feel like what greatness is? Just enjoy Who cares what we got. What you think about greatness, bro? You is a agent. Just enjoy <laughs> that we have an opportunity to see Jordan bro, play, you is a Brian agent. play, and just leave it at that, though. You is a agent. Yeah, just leave it at That's that. That's what you are. Like, just go and rep your athletes and shut up. But you know what like, the problem is? The problem is, and, 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 and this is what annoys me too. Every time we have this conversation, it's somebody in Brian's camp making yeah. that comment. Yep. Let's be honest. They're trying to like validate him being yeah. the best ever. They're trying to validate it. You no, I can't wait till LeBron retires. Then so we can have these type of conversations. No, no we, we still don't need to have the conversation. Is it because I don't have to listen to them anymore? They will become irrelevant. That shit's still going to come up. They will become 
they him yeah Rich Paul uh Matt what's that to do name Mav and him Mav Carter and the other and the other little guy don't say shit yeah, he just chill it, he it, they the will become irrelevant at yeah. that point and we will no longer have to entertain the foolishness that come out their mouth bro just dog oh, you don't hear uh, Michael, Michael Jordan kids saying anything yeah. they stay quiet Michael Jordan circle stay quiet man shut up. <laughs> like bro Like it's just It's just It's the most annoying thing Cause it doesn't really It doesn't give any ownership At any level Cause it's like We know We're watching LeBron greatness Let his greatness play out mm-hmm. Right yeah. You know what I mean yep. that's, a, that's a That's a true There's a true argument LeBron was Is it LeBron greater than Kobe Exactly So look, You keep trying to put The Jordan comparison You should actually put The Kobe comparison up Yes because they both came out of high school, right? They both and you and you were the number one pick. Kobe's like the number thirteen pick. Yeah. And you gotta look at that like Kobe's ability, he they both putting up like 19, 20 years in the league. Yeah. That is your comparison. That should be your benchmark. Like, why do you think Jordan's your benchmark? Bro, shut up. Like I, his little little friend shut man, go and deal with Adele. Tell her, ask her why she keep canceling <laughs> Vegas shows and worry about her registry. Reg- Stop worrying about everything else. That's what I want you to do. It, it just brings more backlash to Brian at the end of the day because they're trying to make something out of nothing. Let MJ be in his space, like you said, Kobe and Brian. That's an easy conversation because they were in the same era at the same time. Like just let it be, though. Let the shit play out. Right, like why, why, why keep adding fuel to the fire and giving people something to talk about because you answering a question like, bro, just say, look, man, MJ was MJ, Brian is Brian, and we're gonna leave it at that, though. But you know what? I, okay, the problem I got with it is, is when is Brian gonna say something to them? He's not gonna say nothing. So, so, so that tells. I think this is the conversation they have, and, 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 and exactly, it's like you and, have these conversations with friends. If I'm like, if if you we talking about like LJ, like we sit around each other, like we the best, we the best podcast ever, and like you know what I'm saying, we talking with friends about it, and then one of our friends go out there and 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 put it out there in the atmosphere, and they be like, and then people start debating, yeah. like right, that I can get it, but bruh, I'm tired of him. Like, I'm, like honestly, like like like, no, I'm tired of little dude. Little dude needs to chill, bro. Like you a little dude, like you need to go chill somewhere. I get it, man. Listen, you got way more money than me. But dog, in my mind, you still a little dude. Say Paul. And you and you and you out here just doing the most. Like, like you are the the person who's can assess all these guys' careers and be able to like your opinion means so much. Exactly. Like you are you're just you're your your opinions only value because of the circle you're around. If you went around that circle, you would be just like any other normal human being. Exactly. That's all I that's what I really want to just put out there. Like, bro, like your opinion does not serve circumvent any other person it's just the fact that you feel like oh i'm this bro like you wouldn't be a lead agent if the guy beside you was the guy exactly. beside you exactly. and that's just a fact bro like i i can I, I can honestly say that i can honestly say you're not the best agent in the nba because the reason why you're the lead agent because the guy beside you now when he retires we going to see the that. way you handle business and we've been seeing how you handle business mm-hmm. we going to see mm-hmm. can you sustain the success level Exactly When the guy beside you Ain't there no more Thanks. Leading the NBA In the, in the NBA Or the NBA PA And all that good stuff yeah. We'll see how that works out for you Facts Bro I'm tired of dude Like little dude <laughs> Just get on my nerves dog. Like, It's like Bro just be, go be dudes Go be the agent 
Enjoy that New Balance deal. And enjoy, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Pause. Who would, who would give this man a New Balance deal? <laughs> like he is the, he like he is the creator of swag. He, he needed his thank bro, you, bro, like you every the, day. Bro, like you the creator of swag. <laughs> I would never wear, I wear these New Balances, but I ain't gonna wear yours. Like you the creator of swag. This ain't even dope, honestly. Like, yeah. bro, like you the creator of swag. Like you the dude that everybody looks at for swag. Exactly. Nobody looks at Rich Paul for swag, bro. Not at like, all. No, like, bro, if you want sideline with Adele, they probably even put the camera on you. You got to be like LeBron or Adele. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares, bro. Which honestly, as an agent, that's how it's supposed to be. Without yeah. question, behind the scenes, you are you 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 the representative. You're not you're not the person supposed to be in the forefront. Exactly. So man, nobody cares about that, man. He's only relevant, honestly, because of LeBron. We know bro, that. Listen, yeah. man, get get Ben Simmons a better damn shrink so he can damn do something yeah. in the league, man. Outside of that, man, ain't trying to hear it. Get John Wall a job. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> John Hall ain't got one now. He got one. He got one. They can tell him. Him, but he did. That boy playing at the uh, L.A. Fitness Rec Center, dog. That shit crazy, bro. Damn, bro. Next topic, though, man. Next topic, bro. <laughs> Let's get to the last topic of the day. Fair or foul? You know what? how we like to do it, man? Tracy McGrady made some comments about Giannis and his play, his style of play, and how he would not be successful, or he wouldn't be he wouldn't be able to succeed in Tracy McGrady's playing era. Is that is that true? Is that fair or foul, bro? Is he right about that? Boy, a straight foul. Boy, Giannis is dope. That boy is physical. That boy is he gets downhill. He shows like he worked on his game. And he powering through any of the power for us outside of Carl Malone. He's stronger than Timmy. He quickened at Tim Duncan. Rasheed wouldn't be able to do nothing with him. Giannis can play in any era, bro. He's just too fast, too powerful, too energetic. Then any of the power forwards, even small forwards, shit, he'll dominate them too. He'll put them on the block and go to work. Foul. Tracy Murray needs to stop. He's just like these old players that's living in the era talking about these young cats cannot play. Because of the physicality. And that's the only reason making a statement. Right? It ain't like Tracy McGrady played in the Jordan era where fucking the Pistons was and the Celtics was and the balls and it was clotheslining people. Exactly. Bro, your era was not that, that hard either. Exactly. Bro, straight foul. Man, Giannis could play in anybody's era just because his physicality, his energy, his length, his rebounding ability. He can score the basketball. He can get downhill. Man, straight foul, man. Tracy McGrady need to go head on with that shit, man. Man, first of all, he gets the same thing Rich Paul gets to. Bro, stop, stop it. Bro, he looking at one, bro, one, stop one, it. one. Yeah, yeah. Bro, Trace McGrady going to go one, 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 one. Hey, listen, he need, to, he need to get a brush stop it. First of all, Trace McGrady's best years between 2000 and 2007. That was his best years. His last couple of years in, in, in uh, Golden, I mean, in uh, Orlando, we averaged 20-plus. And then what he, and what he averaged um, in Houston, like over 20-plus. This is the thing. Giannis can handle the ball. That's number one. Now, I know everybody going to say, oh, he don't have a consistent jump shot, whatever. But the guy's energetic. He has length. He can rebound. He can do other things outside of shooting a jump shot. Now, he's worked on it. He's worked on it. But the guy is a basketball player. And, and, and for Tracy Grady to make that statement, it's just dumb, bro. It's just dumb. You in your feelings because the guy has a championship. You don't have a championship. His career is probably going to be better than yours. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. 
And dude, you, you just gotta eat it. I mean, you you in the retirement home. Like, just relax. Let these young dudes do what they do. You mad at this man because this man, you would not bring that question up if you didn't, if you didn't feel like this man was a better player than you. And he is. I think he's gonna be a better player, a way better player than Tracy McGrady. I mean, outside of the jump shot. Well, he is. Because Tracy McGrady wasn't ranking his top 75. I think I get what you're saying right here. I think like that may be one of the reasons why Tracy McGrady had an issue. Right? Yeah. He's not ranking in the top 75. Giannis is ranked number 24. He's overall had a better Giannis had a better career than him overall right now. Yes. He, and Giannis still probably is not even his prime just yet. So I agree. I mean, we all watch Giannis game. You know, I'm a big fan of Giannis. But I feel like he is growing from a talent standpoint in his game. Every year, like it seems like every year, he is something about his game he's put on exactly. And everybody keeps talking about he's just only a downhill player. I don't know what they watching, but they didn't watch that fourth quarter against the Philly game. He's shooting threes. People started to leave him open. I think Tobias Harris left him open. He shot the three. He hit him. Dot looked at him like, "Why did you do that?" Like, <laughs> like um, then he came. He came right back down on the other side of four shot of three. Hit it. He's he's got the, he's getting that pull up. Jay. He has a little floater. Yep. Like and he goes left hand to the back. Sometimes he goes right hand. He's dropping fifty. People don't uh, underestimate. He's after twenty nine and eleven right now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't understand why they think that kid you, is not a. a, a a beast. If it wasn't look before he cut you, if it wasn't for him winning what back to back MVPs, he would win that shit this year. Yeah, I think the numbers he's putting up. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the reason. Why. It's, just, it's like people get tired of it. I think that's but you know what's what? going on. But you know what? But you know what? I, don't I like. do feel like that's what's going on. But yeah. you know what? I don't like. Yeah. Phenomenal yeah. year. But you know what? I don't like. So what? He's a basketball player. That boy, the dude dog. can play. Don't get mad because you were born I, before him. But I do feel like that's what's I mean, as far as that, but I, I agree with you. I yeah. feel like the reason why he won't win MVP this season is because it's a, it's, it's a fatigue on him. Yep. Like, because he's, like, if you look at it, it's like, why would you not win MVP? You literally, you're dominated right now. People take it for granted, bro. Your stats are just as good as it be. Yep. But they're like, oh, it be. It probably might be season. better. And he's, he's like, played every game outside of nah, the COVID. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, EB. They'll be like, EB's had this great season. You're like, yeah, he is. But, dog, Giannis' season's Look just enough. Look I think the they're one and two in scoring. And, right. and that's what I hate about people. I'm like, listen, the dude is a ball. I don't care if you fatigue or not. You know what I'm saying? The dude is a baller. He plays the game too. You know what? Let, let's be honest. Giannis is playing the game how it should be played. He has been given the skills to play the game, and he's fulfilling the gift that he's gotten to his to his full potential. And 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 I think that's what people don't like, dude. This guy is fulfilling the gift that he got, and he had to learn a lot more when he got here. Yeah. And the thing that I respect about Giannis is. He works on his game. Facts. He's not no dude like Ben Simmons. AD. AD, all these other guys who we expect to do this. This guy, language barrier, all of that. He works on his game. AD ain't got no mid-range game. Boy, he got the post game now. He got the free throws. He ain't worrying about that. He works on his game. He's he's nice. he's playing to what you want your big guy that side to play. He's not content. And he's not content. Because I'm going to tell you somebody that Giannis, who I think could have been just as good, Tim Thomas. Height, build. He had all the attributes. Giannis is taking what he's given and worked on it. And I give him, he's worked on I'll it. I'll give you one better. Rasheed Wallace. Yeah. Rasheed had that type of game, length. Yes. The same height. 
Rasheed didn't work on his game like Giannis is. Because Giannis can handle the ball, he can handle the ball, and 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 for a big man his size and can get up and down the floor. What? He can run the baseline. He can run. He can handle the ball on the break. That's what make Giannis special. Everybody's crying about a jump shot, but if you got a big man that can bring the ball of the floor of the floor with nice feet and be as agile as he is and get people the ball and also can take it to the basket, that's what you want. People done fell in love with the jump shot. The jump shot, yeah, but it's not a high percentage shot. But you got to be able to shoot it when you open. Yes, that's true. You you can't be escaped from the moment. I think that's what people knock Ben Simmons for. Bro, you got to shoot the basketball. Yeah. And when when Milwaukee played uh, Toronto and they got bounced and it was up 2-0, it was clogging the paint, boxing one. Boston even did it to him. You know, Giannis said, you know what? Every year I'm going to put something in my game. I'm going to get And back. that's what separates the elite players, mm-hmm. the the all-time greats mm-hmm. from the all-stars. Yep. Right? Yeah, you can be averaging 25 every single year, but are you going to be elite? You get to that playoffs. Bro, when you're going to be that guy where people, you the face of the NBA, that type of talk versus, all right, he's a perennial all-star. Mm-hmm. When you elite, and that's where Giannis is going. Dog. Yeah. Like, no, you got to build your game up. You got to diversify your game. You got to always put something new. And people feel like, oh, he can't shoot that mid-range jumper. Getting that. He's doing a, he's doing a step back now. I think he's spin baseline on, on on LeBron. It caught LeBron by surprise. He spin <laughs> he baseline. Hit that, hit that J on the baseline. And then one thing I like about Giannis, and I don't want to make this a Giannis situation, but we're talking about Giannis in this general. And I do think it's foul that Tracy McGrady even tried to put put that that comparison up because I think that Tracy's just speaking from the fact he didn't win. He's he not part of he is for the service, he's not part of the top seventy five. I agree. I don't think he is. And, okay, so we can do, we can talk about that. <laughs> but I feel like Giannis. I think it, I think the thing people don't like about Giannis is is that he's not American. Mm-hmm. Um and and they see the work he's putting in, but they don't want. He's not he's not the typical American player. He he likes to put that work in on his own, on his own time, his own merit. He's not around everybody, shucking and jiving and, and being buddy and, and pals. He he focuses on that. And the only thing you really see him with is his brothers. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, he don't see him with anybody else. So he works on his game. And they're like, oh, does he really work on his game? But then you go watch him play. You like everybody say he only goes downhill. Oh, how does he average almost thirty a game then? <laughs> like, because he can't be so physically dominant. Everybody, exactly. Like everybody, somebody has to say, okay, we can. Dog, you, you as American player, you play basketball year in year out. Mm-hmm. So you telling me he's just so dominant to you as a physical standpoint? You're not. You don't have the same gym, the same workout. You don't have the same body. I mean, you can't go in. I mean, both. First of all, I'm not understand. People don't understand this. Giannis. And then B are both from Africa. And B and Giannis don't look the same. <laughs> Their physical makeup ain't the same. Exactly. So I don't know what you mean by saying like he's just so he's just this physical <laughs> specimen logic. Like like where he's from is the logic of it. Like uh they both are from Africa. Yeah. And B and Giannis don't physically they're not built the same, but they're both effective. So the point is, man, come on, man. Cut it out, bro. Yeah, Tracy. I got it. It's fine. It's foul, bro. Yeah, Tracy to me is like when I throw him, he made the Hall of Fame. I'm like, how? Like, first ballot? I mean, outside the years when he went to Orlando and a couple years in Houston. Because he didn't go to college. Like, nah, he went to Toronto. and He got like, like seven like, points. Like he first. was on the bench. Like, yeah. 
Like he had a, a, a like maybe a five year span where he was a league scorer. No, nah, it was two thousand. He never won in the playoffs. He never did nothing. Like honestly, I, I truly like he was like when he made the Hall of Fame over like Chris Webber. I'm like how? The seven years. Like bro, like like how? He had a seven year stretch. He had a seven year stretch no, he from just, 2000 to 2007. Always a That's scorer. It. That's it. Yeah. And a high riser. Yeah. He ain't done nothing in the playoffs. Ain't bring Orlando and Houston nowhere. Man, Tracy Red man kick rocks, man. <laughs> man, kick rocks. Man. Yeah, his best his best career for McGrady was two thousand to two thousand seven. So that was the last man, I think three rocks. years of his Orlando Magic career and the four years he was down in Houston where he averaged over twenty. Man, over twenty plus. Man, kick so, rocks, man. Kick rocks. Hey, I, I, I think boy, it's foul. Boy, kick rocks. I mean, you can't get uh, well. You need to be mad at Westbrook. He made it. You ain't make it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I just don't understand it, man. Just hey, kick rocks, man. There you go, bro. He be all right, bro. You, your highlights was decent last night, though. Oh, the AI versus. What y'all about the, did y'all see a little verses? I, I saw like AI? a highlight. I didn't see no, the didn't actual verses, but I watched a little bit of it. I mean, it was interesting because they did it on um, on Instagram mm-hmm. and on on ver- on the um, Twitter, 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 Um, um. Broadcast, I think that's what it did. Maybe in BR Bleacher Report too, and you know it, it was a little bit more looser. So that they, they had Shaq there, okay. they had uh, you know, the young lady, and they they was able to speak a little bit more candid, and it was super cool. But it just went about what I've always said about you know, I mean, two dudes talking about their like accolades like that. It was corny. I mean, AI, right? it was super corny, and, and you know I love AI, yeah, yeah. but you know what? I ain't gonna, it's a different. I have two AI stories. Yeah, when I first got here, I love AI. I saw him first time I saw AI play um, was at the Cap Center. Old school, oh, out school. there, right. way Landover. out there, in Lago. Yeah, Landover. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that Landover? Is it Landover? Yeah. Okay, it's Landover. Yeah. And I saw him out there at Georgetown against somebody, and they, you know they they switched that. And that's who used to play the Bullets. Mm-hmm. That's the Bullets. People don't know yep. that's where the Bullets used to play. Yep. But they put the MCI out there right here over two hundred two. Yeah, yeah. Before they put the MCI. Yep. Folks, before they made the MCI Center with the MCI Center, it ended up being the Verizon Center, and then ultimately it's now Capital One Arena. They had played at the out here in Landover, uh, way outside the city, yep. and that was the first arena where the Bullets played at. And I saw AI play then. So him, AI, Victor Page, Jerome Williams, Junkyard Dog, um, uh, Jaheim, I think it's Jaheim White or Jahadi White? Jahadi White. Um, all those guys, man, I'm a big fan of because I used to, I watched them play. And I mean, when like I always tell people at the Georgetown when they lost to uh, UMass, I almost cried uh, when they lost to UMass in the uh, in the NCAA tournament. But going back to that, I'm a big AI fan, so I had to watch it just to check out AI. And I just I, I didn't understand the the, uh, the parallels, but you know it was okay though. It was okay. I just feel maybe it's not great for TV. TV maybe more of a production like. They orchestrated production where you have people there, they walk through it, and it's not like a live show. I mean, it's not, versus it's a live, you need musicians for yeah, that. It, like, just <clears> athletes <throat> talking about their old, like, oh. Like, so they talked about they did highlights. No, they did highlights, but they just talked about yeah, them, too. That's corny. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't a big fan <laughs> of that, man. It, it was a little much. Yeah, they doing too it much. It was a little much. They doing too much with that. I know it's All Star Weekend. They trying to relive, you yeah, know, greats in there. And it's in Cleveland, so there's yeah. nothing else going on. Facts, as we know. Facts, been we know it. We've been there. There's nothing else going on in Cleveland, man. But Facts. all right, fellas, man, that was our last topic for the day. Yes, 
sir. Let's get our final thought. D Springs, man. Give us a give you a final thought. Oh that. man, great show, man. We got some new stuff coming along. We're working on some new things. So keep rocking with us. We're gonna be in the building. Yeah, man. It was great, man. You know, one thing, bro, you never be content with what success you have. You gotta keep grinding, you know, keep working. And that's what we're doing, man. You know, we we out here, man. Just keep following us, keep keep staying close. We thank everybody for the support that they have, you know, given us. And uh, we got some some things in the works, man. All right, bro. It's nothing. It's nothing. Um, I need to say after that, bro. Just take us out of here, man. Everybody, take care. Enjoy your day. Yes, sir. We out of here. Fuck her so good and the fire in her feelings. She loves me so much and the fire in her feelings. Caught up so much and the gun in her feelings. Ah, yeah. No longer close to me, lady. I understand, I understand. Oh, no longer close to me, lady. I understand. She said I'm fucked up, I'm heartless But she love me regardless Now because my other heart, I can't be heartless I mean fuck her, the heartless She said some man a junk up, some girl a doggies Girl a weird for the cocky finger office A golden name for the pussy and the brass I mean she call when I stress But no longer close to me, lady I understand, I understand Stop.